Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It is the podcast that invites you to come find yourself. And I invite you to join me on Christmas Eve on a walk with Vinny. Vinny. Um, and I'm doing a longer walk today because, um, well, why not? And also, popped to see a friend yesterday to drop a present off and had a glass of fizz, a couple of glasses with her, and then got home, my other friend popped in, and then she got what she describes as a sticky bottom, which is not a euphemism, um, but it's a term that she uses when people outstay their welcome. I mean, she didn't, from my perspective, outstay her welcome, but what was intended to be, I don't know, a couple of glasses ended up turning into a couple of bottles, shh, um, <laughs> but we um, had a really lovely time and I saw my auntie yesterday and that was really nice too, so there's been lots of connection and spending time with people and the kids have been around, which is unusual because often when you're seeing friends and family and you've got teenage kids, they've got quite a lot going on socially themselves, um, so that's been really lovely and you're going to get me out of breath again I was thinking because I walked up a huge hill to get to where I am now and um, (laughs) wow depends on what your definition of a huge hill is a steep hill Um, oh good the dog's eating something Um, oh oh, I don't know what it is Um, what was I saying yeah it occurred to me that because I've not been able to run for a few weeks my fitness is not what it needs to be so that's one for the new year. What is it? Oh, see, this is the thing of recording something live. He's got something that I think was already dead, which is out of character for him. Um, so, what is it? It's a bone? A bone of an animal? Oh, no. Um, oh, yeah, he's crunching away on it. Well, I don't know. Apparently, it's good for the teeth. He looks pleased. He'll catch us up. Um, hopefully this is not too windy. There was a thing yesterday. Um, I'll put a picture of it on my socials. It was what looked like aliens. All I could think about was War of the Worlds. So I took a picture of it and I put it on the Village Facebook, which I'm not normally given to doing, saying aliens, solar flare. And then I got a reply saying, oh, it's nacreous clouds. And it's a thing. Apparently it's extremely rare, but for something that's extremely rare, a lot of people saw it. Um, It's to do with weather systems and storms coming through. Um, So that was quite something because it was there for a long time. And I think it's also related to ice crystals or particles but that was a thing um and (laughs) you were like it's a sign and i felt like a proper villager going out in my garden going what's that in the sky should have seen it when we had um helicopters that were on maneuvers uh this place opposite us which um the police were using military police were using for training and we actually had like helicopters with men coming out of it on wires. It was quite something. So that was everyone on our road stood out in front of their houses going, ooh, ain't not seen those before. Big metal birds dropping people out the sky. Um, not that anyone in my village speaks like that. So 
I was thinking about friends as family today um, because a constant for me and actually something that's been lovely over this particular festive season is the fact that I've been able to stay in touch wherever that is face to face or via WhatsApp groups with lots of people that are I guess really important in my life and have been a huge source of inspiration and love and comfort even when I'm at my weirdest um, so we've got one group of us where our friend who lost her husband she's taken herself and the kids away over Christmas which um, and she's sending us photos and it's so nice to see them smiling and making new memories and knowing that I'm part of a group of women like that that are so supportive means the world to me and then we've got another group of friends and we all connected we all met in our 20s at work and recently we we're going to get together and one of our friends said look I just can't do it things are too hard right now we're like absolutely do what you need to do we're here when you're ready we can wait um so that's been really lovely um and then yeah just being able to you know catch up with a friend on a Wednesday or whenever we all yeah there's a group of us going to go for Wednesday so that was nice it's sort of I guess tying into some of the conversations about estrangement and thinking about how for some of us we don't get that family Christmas that you're kind of sold as the dream and I do think in some respects it's I guess geared at children it doesn't acknowledge necessarily adult relationships and past history and there is that sense of when you've you know grown up in a family and when you'll get together at Christmas people can revert to their kind of childhood state or you know parents will try to parent their 45 year old son which is kind of you know means you're a bit stuck in the past doesn't it and I mean I'm probably not the right person to ask but I do think I'm still working on what do adult relationships look like with members of my family um and I know, I don't know, and I'm, I guess I'm a little bit cautious about how much I share, <laughs> but there are some where, you know, someone will say something to me and I can feel the knee-jerk reaction is for me to get in a strop. I mean, like, well, that's not very adult, is it? Um, yeah, probably work to be done there, I'd say. Um, and at the same time, you don't have to feel a sense of duty and obligation if that relationship is not beneficial to you and at the same time I'm really conscious of trying to role model to my children we probably scarred them for life anyway they're like yeah yeah definitely don't want to be like that when I'm a proper grown-up um so I was uh, messaging a friend about when I'd had a a wobble a moment um after my mum died and so 
you know, having been in that position where I was estranged and then my mum died. Um, <laughs> and I was very open about that with my friends and I'm so glad I was able to be open about it. And um, and what's interesting actually, is if I think about some of the conversations we've had and looking back over the years, and then they'll say things to me like, oh, now we get that, yeah, now we understand why you felt like that, or that explains <laughs> this, that, and the other. Um, but yeah, so I've been through that process of kind of having had the funeral, and I was glad that we couldn't have a wake, in a way, because, um, wow, does that sound awful? I mean, well, we couldn't. You know, meanwhile, number 10 had parties. Um, but I think I could just about get through the funeral. I would have found the wake incredibly hard. I would have found that a bit too much. I think I would have had to have just gone home. Um, so sometime afterwards, post-COVID restrictions, although we were still having to... Uh, wear masks in certain places? I can't remember. Anyway, for reasons of COVIDness, the pub that we like to go to had portaloos instead of you being able to use a normal toilet because it's very um, contained space. I think it had to be outside. I think that was it. So, so I'd gone for a walk with my husband and some lovely friends. We'd walked to the pub. We're sat outside, and for once I was not having a drink, so I knew I didn't feel great. And then I think I was a bit spaced out. I felt very strange. Then one of the dogs knocked my orange and lemonade over, and I was like, oh, I need to go to the toilet. And I got up to myself off. And then one of my friends must have seen that I didn't look right because she came after me. And I, I was just stood there. Like, she went, are you okay? And I just lost it. I was, and we couldn't hug, so it must have been still quite um, COVID-y. And I was like stood there outside a portaloo, like crying my eyes out. And what? Oh yes, I can laugh. I mean, I did end up hysterically laughing because it just looked so ridiculous, or I felt so ridiculous. You know, when people paint these pictures of what is a perfect family life, and your family doesn't look like that. Or um, how are you supposed to grieve? And your grief doesn't look or feel like that. And, you, know, you know, I should have been like gently weeping in front of a photo with a candle, but instead I was crying outside of a portaloo. Had to take a pause there to allow some cyclists to come past who looked at me a bit like, how the hell did you get here? Um, but yeah, so there I was like crying outside of Portaloo. <laughs> it's a look. Um, but here's the thing. What was positive about that experience was that my friend was like, it's okay. It's okay. Um, and I was discouraged from having friends when I was a teenager. Um, and I remember them being called so-called friends. You and your so-called friends. Um, and if I prioritised friends over family, that was very frowned upon. Um, 
but you have to go where the good relationships are. You have to go where there's some reciprocity and, you know, joint respect and love. You have to spend time in those spaces. Otherwise, you just spend your time feeling a sense of obligation and duty and and upset that you're um, compromising your values or letting your boundaries be trashed. So here's to friends that will reassure you when you're crying outside a great big plastic toilet. <laughs> so in that spirit of continuing celebrating friends that are like family, um, we're going back to my mates whose daughter's birthday is today. She said, oh, come tomorrow. She's expecting you. I was like, oh, great. So we're going there. And then we're going to our neighbours, sort of mid-afternoon, late, oh, God, walk through bushes, late afternoon. And, I mean, I think after that it will be, and so to bed before the big ho-ho. Um, so what do I hope for you? I hope that friends in your life that feel like family um, I hope that you get the opportunity if not to see those friends to at least connect with them hear from them drop them a line today that's what I hope for you and thank you for being here for the podcast and I will be back with you on Christmas day in the morning bye bye